Welcome to a paranormal show unlike any other. The Ghost Helpers Show with your guides, Tina Irwin and Laura Van Tyne. Where the paranormal is more normal than you think. We are seasoned psychics who once led normal, everyday lives just like you. Until the paranormal world refused to be ignored any longer. We have listened to countless dead tell their stories, and we are sharing that knowledge with you. Join us each week as we take a piece of the paranormal and explain how it works using true ghost stories, the tales that the dead have told us. Our intention is to offer new insights and understandings of the paranormal pandemonium which surrounds that mystical fourth dimension and how it impacts our normal everyday lives. The Ghost Helper Show with Laura and Tina, teaching the living to help the dead, starts now. Welcome, everybody, to the Ghost Helper Show. You're going to see that we, if you're watching us live, we have a third person here. So we'll explain. And that he's not a ghost. He's, he's, not a, a, he's a real person. We can touch him and our fingers don't go through. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, we are broadcasting today from Monument Valley. We finally made it here. Like as, well, about a month and a half ago, we tried and my husband decided he no longer needed his appendix. And we had to turn around right back, right around. So here we are from Monument Valley. And today we're going to be talking about spiritual retreats what that means and why this is one of our favorite places i mean tina and i come here every single year so we can recharge and, and we plan things out it's it's a business trip of sorts it's a business trip but it's also some of the cleanest energy on earth to be blunt mainly because commercially it hasn't been contaminated there's no billboards there's no casinos there's no giant facilities there's just the most beautiful places and we have with us scott laws from <laughs> gouldings lodge and you can see and our backdrop when we do come here we always stay at gouldings and we means, always stay at gouldings because it's the original place it isn't the history of gouldings is kind of cool because this is navajo country but is it one mile square scott i forget one mile square and, and tell us what is your position here at Goulding so everybody knows who you are and a little bit about Goulding's Lodge. It's an amazing place. I'm the operations manager. Um, my wife and I moved here seven and a half years ago. Wife Alexa. Yep. She's bystanding, looking on. Um, and honestly, it's been the best place that we found to raise our family. Um, this was the right place for us to be. Um, it's one of those locations where you don't have to worry about what your children are doing at night. Good. We know where our kids are at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we are, you know, we're coming from Monument Valley, Goulding's Lodge. A little bit of a history is that the Goulding's came here to Homestead. Is that correct? In 1921, this, this land was available. It wasn't Navajo reservation yet at that point. It wasn't Navajo reservation until, uh, 1938, I believe, was the exact year uh, when the boundaries changed. So Harry Goulding had already homesteaded it, um, had been here with his wife, uh, Leon, who he nicknamed Mike, uh, which is a beautiful love story in itself. And he was an individual that was ahead of his time. He, he went to John Ford and brought the movies, movie industry to Monument Valley. And uh, for being somebody that wasn't a high school graduate was somebody that that understood the people and understood what what this land had and, and the value of it. Well, so Harry and Mike were basically the bridge between the Navajo Nation, if I get this correct, correctly said, between the Navajo Nation and sort of the rest of the country. And he brought 
he brought some some level of industry. Everyone from John Ford and John Wayne to Johnny Depp have been here filming, which is kind of an amazing array. I mean, it's had so many films done here. And we started coming here because we needed a, a quiet place without distractions so we could focus in on what you and I needed to do. That's how we started coming here. I think that that's an important point because we spend a lot of time with dead people and and it's and not it's, always a barrel of laughs. It's, it can be emotionally trying is the best way I can put it. It is enormous spiritual service to help the dead because it really, really helps families and it helps the earth. And everybody walks away a winner from this. And, but we hear things that would make the angels weep. And there comes a point when you're doing, you're really down in the trenches, helping the dead. I mean, we cross over people who crash and planes and trains and automobiles and avalanches and hurricanes and all kinds of places that a lot of people would never even think of. And there has to be a place where you can come that restores your soul. And I think this year especially was a, was really trying because it seemed like every time we were clearing a property or every time we were helping someone, we always ran into young women and children who were being sex trafficked. Yeah, the Those sex trafficking ghosts, ghosts have been um, really trying. To and it, you know, it was so trying that I, we just, I think at some point, a few points this year, you and I shut down because there's only so many stories you can hear about sex trafficking and what they go through. And part of it is that these souls want their stories heard. So we have to be patient at times right. and listen to them. And it, it's heartbreaking. And I think for you and I this year, it was especially like we couldn't get here soon enough twice. Um, <laughs> because we just needed a break. And I, I, I know that for me, I felt like, I felt like I was dealing with some forms of PTSD, hearing these stories over and over and over. Well, I think as an example, the young woman who, who was murdered in a sex trafficking situation could hear her mother praying for her. And she's yeah. telling us that she wants us to let her mother know that you know, she got crossed over and that she died. She died and then was crossed over. And we have no idea who her mother is. We couldn't do that. Oh, we're we broadcasting that if your child is missing, your prayers matter to every parent who has to go through this nightmare. Her name was Julia and she was somewhere in the Washington area and she was visiting her boyfriend. It was just a normal routine thing. And she said that somebody chloroformed her and they took her and in the struggle, she died. And she could hear every night, every, all of these prayers her mother was sending to her. And, and as a parent, that was just, it was heartbreaking, but it's also nice to know they could hear those prayers. It's very nice to know that. And I know that Scott, you and, and your, your whole family, your wife and your family have a very special spiritual connection to God and to the land. And I, I kind of want to shift this a little bit and ask you, tell us just a little bit about that, if you wouldn't mind. My background is I was raised here in Utah um, by um, a traditional Utah family raised in the Mormon culture and the Mormon religion. And I, I look up at my wife and I get emotional, but because these things are near and dear to our heart, um, it was important to us to raise our children, to feel that connection to the land and, and to find a source of spirituality so that 
they had a ground base to connect with. Um, and that, that's an important part of how we've raised our children and Monument Valley and, and the surrounding area definitely has that. Um, there's, there's a spiritual connection. In fact, the most common um, comment I get from guests when they visit Monument Valley is that this was a spiritual, a spiritual retreat for them, that they, they could feel that spirit, that they took a, a moment to connect and that, that this area has something to offer that way. And when we were talking yesterday, we were talking with Brad and he was telling us about the Navajo concept of beauty. Would you mind sharing that? Because I think that epitomizes this place. It does. In the Navajo culture, they have a, a prayer and a, and a song that's chanted that talks about uh, beauty in front of me, beauty behind me, uh, beauty below me and beauty above me. And the song represents taking a moment to submerse yourself in the beauty that surrounds you. Not necessarily that you might feel beautiful inside, but take a moment to enjoy the beautiful surroundings around you and then resubmerge yourself into that beauty so that you can feel beautiful as well. And I think that really epitomizes what Tina and I are working with this year in 2020. Our theme is soul health and soul restoration. And we all have hard days. We all have difficult days. They vary in degrees. But when you can, you're having a bad moment. And if you kind of can remember those words to look at the beauty literally surrounding you, and it could be the love of your dog. It could be something as simple as that. Or, you know, you're seeing the sunshine out, even though your son committed suicide. You know, it helps to ground us. It helps to center us. Life here is not easy. Life on the life on the mortal plane is not an easy avenue. And there is no one on earth who walks the earth and doesn't have some very bad days and doesn't suffer grief on some really tremendous levels. And when that happens, if you can go back to one true thing, and we've talked about the one true thing, and if that is, if there's one true thing, if you, even if the person that you love has died, that you could remember something positive about that person. Now, if the person who was in your life who died was a terrible person, then the opportunity is, what did this experience with that soul teach you? What lesson are you going to take away? So that there is value in every experience, not just anger and pain. And I think that's a really important thing. I know you've had death touch your life as well. Yeah, most recently my father passed away in April. It, it doesn't matter how old or young we are, it's still hard. Yeah, and you know, that's part of the been the beauty of living out here. Um, my father had a, a love for the area and, and a love for, for the land as well. And so that's that's been what's kept my connection with my father is is the beautiful surroundings. And I think that if we can all look at those important elements in our life, even though in part of the soul health that we're talking about and soul restoration is the fact that even though globally as we are we've never been more connected ever but we're still so we're more disconnected at the same time it's a really odd dichotomy i think that's why there seems to be so much suicide and it doesn't matter what your faith is or isn't this feeling of despair that seems to be 
echoing throughout the world, and we've talked about suicide many times, is such that if you have had a family member who took their own life or a friend or coworker, and you are able to use some of the tools that we offer on our services page, we have crossing over prayers is this little tiny hamburger menu in the corner of the crossing if, over prayer where we have prayers. If you go to ghosthelpers.com, yeah. let's start there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> start ghosthelpers.com. There is a tab for crossing over prayers. And if you go to the upper right corner, there's a drop down menu for different type, types of prayers because we hear on a daily basis from people all over the world how effective these prayers are and how life-changing they are, not only to the dead, but to the living, because they finally feel like they have the power to help their loved one cross over. And if, if you don't feel helpless, so this is the number one thing you feel after someone you love has died, that I feel so helpless, what can I do now? But there's a lot you can do. That really is our message. And when you help the dead, it helps your own soul. It's the compassion you will surely want for yourself. And that's one of our biggest messages. How are we helping ourselves and others in this gentle, very private way? Because when you're grieving, it's a lonely place. And I think when you're in Monument Valley and you go deep into the valley and or you any of the surrounding areas here at Gouldings, there is a quiet. There's no planes. It's not a flight path. And there are no busy freeways. There's no busy freeways. And there is a quiet. When was the last time you heard it? Quiet. When you sleep at night, it's just the compressor of the heater because it's like 22 degrees here at night. <laughs> well, right now it is, not all the time. <laughs> well, and that's the beauty yeah. of living here. Within five minutes, I can be in serenity and solitude and have that moment of peace and quiet that I need. Uh, hence my photography and the art that I do, because that's what drives me out there to, to experience that and to be able to have that moment of peace to myself. What is your Instagram? So if you're <laughs> listening to this, if you go to Instagram, Scott has some amazing photos and I believe his wife does too. She's over here. <laughs> my Instagram is Scott underscore laws underscore photography is my Instagram page. And, and is your wife still on, on Instagram too? I, yes. And okay. hers is Alexa laws at just Alexa laws. Yeah. Yeah. They stunning <laughs> photographs. If you want to see what monument Valley looks like, go check out those Instagram pages Thank because you. they're amazing. And it's always fun to scroll through that and just kind of see what's going on there because it, you have to, well, we look at spiritual places in the Southwest, everybody thinks it's Sedona. Yeah. And, you know, it could be for some people, but what you get here is you get the solitude that you don't get in Sedona. No, you're going to find Psychic's Row here. What you find is yourself. And I, I, I'm very passionate about that concept. Because that's another reason the energy here seems to be so clean is you're not having someone reading cards, you're not having something, someone telling you your future or, or doing any of those things. When you're here, you it's keep just your, you. You keep your personal power this way too. Because if somebody's flipping a card to tell you something or telling your future, you're really handing over your personal power to them on a platter. You don't know what they're connecting to, but that's not the case here. The red rock of the, with so much iron oxide in it and these huge stones, this land has been here since the earth was new. I love that term. Since the <laughs> earth was new, 
it hasn't had a hotel in, in the main park itself. It hasn't had structures other than the few respectful Navajo families who might live here and there that just, it's like they have such a respect for the land that it changes your viewpoint. It does. And there's really only two places to stay. And we always stay at Goldings because it was the original and it is full of character. And I got to be honest with you, you know, we come here year after year and we see, you know, the same staff year after year. And it's like a big family, which that is just really cool. I mean, it's like everybody, you know, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say genuinely, you know, it's a family. Families, you know, get along, they don't get along, whatever, but everybody just seems to really love each other. Some of our staff members have been here over 30 years. I'm still one of the newcomers at seven and a half years. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It is, and it's nice. I mean, we, we met, you know, saw Barbara this morning in, in the restaurant and it's just, it's and Dusty helped us last night. Yeah. And so it's just everybody's family and everybody wants to make sure you're taken care of and do you need anything? And and let's just talk about the, the visitors you have globally. I, I mean, there are, you have them from practically every country on earth. Come, can you just give us some insight into that? Well, and, and I'm a fluent Spanish speaker, so I, I love to speak Spanish with those that come from, from their various countries, but it gives me an opportunity to rub shoulders with them. But I mean, we, I talk to people almost on a daily basis that, that come from Germany, from France, from England, from Asia, we, I, I, we see visitors from, from every point of, of, the, of the world. What are the comments you hear when they get here? Those that, that speak good English, they're, they're overpowered by, by, by the power of, of the land here and, and the culture. The culture itself is a very rich heritage and the, the teachings have been handed down generation to generation and so they're still pure and, and, the, and the families here respect that. And have, that's part of what I believe drives the spirituality of the land is the spirituality of the people that live here. Um, because of their, their teachings and, and the respect that they're taught um, to respect the land and respect those that have gone before them. And, and, I, and I think that helps create that atmosphere. It, it's, it's that perpetual motion, right? It keeps going forward and it keeps, it keeps continuing. And we rarely see that nowadays when everything changes every day. It, everything is constantly changing. There is something to be said for some continuity of your staff and and the location. There's families that live here that have been here for generations that still have no running water or electricity in their homes, that it's still very primitive to the way, way that their, their ancestors lived. Um, and so I, I think that helps keep some of that pure form of life, um, the richness of their and life. It, it's, and it's something that they are comfortable with. This is a norm for them. It's not, oh my gosh, why don't they have that? We have to be very careful in judging that. This is That's a correct. way of life that works for those families. No internet in their homes. And so the kids aren't connected to devices when they go home. You know, and so it, 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 it allows families to have that value family time that, mm -hmm. that's lost in, in this era, a lot of it. And it's, it's a, it is a, when I say a slower pace, it's not a boring pace, but it allows us to get back to center. Like taking a step back in time. Yeah, yeah. It is just stunning and stunningly beautiful here. And there are a few places where you can actually hike. And one of the great things about this location are the tours that you can take that that allow 
the Navajo to share the heritage, but control so that people do not damage some of the petroglyphs, some of these astounding earth formations. There's a, some place called the Eye of God. And when it's a blue sun's sky, eye. the sun's eye. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's so beautiful that um, actually we're looking at creating something special. We are. And as you may know, this is going to be our last show for a while. And if you don't know how to find us, go to ghosthelpers.com, send us an email, you know, if you're not on social media, and we'll make sure that we connect up. You can follow us on Facebook page, Ghost Helpers, Real Ghost Helpers. We have a Facebook group that we're forming that we haven't quite fully launched yet. On Instagram, you can go to Ghost Helpers, and you can find us on Twitter. So we're everywhere. So connect up with us because we're going to be doing a lot of traveling and speaking this year. You can also connect. If you go to iTunes, we have an app called Ghost Helpers. Well, and, and Android too, right? It's on Android. It's on iTunes. It's a free app, and it has all of our podcasts, even when we were the karmic path, and we shifted over to Ghost Helpers. All of those shows are still there, and you can, and the app is absolutely free. And I think that it's it's kind of great to go back and listen to some of these shows where we discussed some unusual things, everything from Ouija boards and thought forms to uh, some of the uses of essential oils. And then the 911 operator show was really a cool oh, show yes. too. Yeah, Raquel with theoillounge.com. And we have been so honored that they've been able to sponsor us all year. I mean, that's just been phenomenal. It's a team of people who use essential oils, but they're grounded in the science. They're all, you know, registered nurses, a 911 operator, and they use these tools, you know, to help themselves. So if you're interested in essential oils or don't know how to get started or want to know what would be right for you for whatever occasion, go to theoillounge.com and they will absolutely help you out. It's just an amazing team of people. And that is their passion because another part of the Navajo tradition is using plant medicine. All pharmaceuticals have a plant basis to them, but sometimes that their derivatives are so far off, they become band-aids. And I know that the Navajo and a lot of the Native Americans and Native peoples throughout the world still use plant medicine and essential oils are a form of that. And I, I know that there are in some of the, you have a museum here too. Mm -hmm. And I think in the museum, there are some um, discussions of plant-based medicine. Especially sage, which is very native to the area. Sage, cedar, um, the smoke from them, the scents from the smoke, um, the different tobaccos that, that aren't your traditional tobacco, it's mountain tobacco that's used in the form of a smoke um, for cleansing and for purifying the body. Very, very much part of the everyday traditions and, and purifications. Okay. And you know what, let's take a break because I know we're going to come back and we're going to be talking about some things that we've done and we're, we're looking forward to and a little bit more about this because we're going to be partnering up here with Gouldings in the, in the future here and we're kind of excited about talking about that. So you are listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio and we will be back shortly. Do you find yourself sensitive to the energies around you? Do you find that you attract certain people in your life who literally drain your energy. In fact, they suck the life right out of you. If so, this course, The Empath's Guide to Slaying Energy Vampires is just for you. Here, 
you will learn the tools and strategies you need to take your power back. Sign up today at thekarmicpath.com under our courses tab. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Erika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www divinelydrivenresults.com Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuiper on her hit show Beyond Grief Radio Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible even in death Tune in every Wednesday at 12pm Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com for more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuiper.com. Break your snooze button habits for good with the Soul Stretching Sisters on the I Am Power Hour with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories. Aspire higher. And live a whole lot larger. To help you unleash your powered up. Pumped up. I am soul-stretching success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Scott Laws, and we are in Monument Valley today. This our very last show of Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio and KKNW. And we, again, want to remind everyone, you can reach us at ghosthelpers.com. Be sure to download our app on iTunes and Android, uh, Ghost Helpers. It's the Ghost Helpers app. And what we're going to talk about today is we're going to start with just a few more things that we are going to be some really cool things we're going to be doing this coming year. And we have a lot on our plates, but when don't we, right? <laughs> when don't we? <laughs> so we are going to be doing a lot of speaking. And one of the things that we're working on is creating a, it's a spiritual treat, retreat, but we're talking about a retreat for the soul because there's not anyone out here who really, I mean, we all get bumps and bruises and traumas and dramas as we're living this mortal life. And we are working on creating a retreat here for probably at the beginning of next year, end of this year, we're not quite sure on the date. So definitely follow through with us because with this, we're gonna be doing a lot of personal developments, 
class type of things, getting well, we're out. Really pushing, we're, we're creating some amazing new courses that can help you in your own home and can help you understand some things that are Yeah, happening. but we're not going to do that here. Now we're not going to do that here, <laughs> no, but we are going to be, yeah, so, be, we have new courses that are heavily in development now. Yeah. So we've got a lot of courses in development, like you're saying, but you know, we're working on doing a retreat here for next year and it'll probably be three days or so. We're, we're still working out the details, but it, I, I am excited about it because this is what people keep asking us for. And we've talked about it with a lot of, of people over the years about why this place is so powerful. Imagine that you can sit in silence and you can actually hear your own thoughts. You're not hearing thousands, casts of thousands. You might hear a crow passing by or right. something of that nature. <laughs> but it's nature. Yeah. That's right. And, and nature is healing, right? There is no healing without God and or God's source, whatever you want to call it. And that's what nature is. And, you know, when Jesus walked the earth, he didn't say build buildings of brick and stone to communicate with, with the God source. He's like, find it within yourself. Well, that's the, that is the same message from all of the great ones. All of the great every ones, faith, yeah. every native culture connects to that source. And whatever term the person uses is irrelevant. It's what you find within yourself. And if you feel like there's a disconnect because a, a lot of times we are frozen at the age of our earliest trauma and we have maybe we never knew how to make the connection and it's not about religion and it's not a judgment either and I think that what you have found here is it's not about going I mean I know there are there are churches here there's houses of some type of worship here but for the for you, would you say that being here has expanded your, your personal belief system? It has. Um, as I mentioned earlier, being raised, you know, Mormon, I've al also found myself being grounded to the traditional Navajo beliefs as well. Um, we, we've attended a ceremony uh, where our son was married and my, my wife and I left that ceremony in a Hogan, which is a traditional Navajo dwelling. So your son married a Navajo woman. That's correct. And I have a beautiful Dene, which is what the Navajo term is for, for Navajo. Uh, for beautiful Dene, no, meaning of the people, meaning the Navajo. People. Okay. Um, but I have a beautiful Dene granddaughter who's two years old and very precious. I bet she is. But we left that ceremony um, knowing that the prayer that was presented by grandmother by grandma rose that it was she was praying to the same deity that i had been raised to pray to and you could feel that and and you knew that during that ceremony and that you knew that she was a grounded woman and that she had her connection as well and her spirituality about her and 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 that ceremony meant a lot to my wife and i it was it was a very spiritual experience and every time you look at that granddaughter because i have three granddaughters you have this feeling that you're looking at this beauty this creation that words can't describe how much love you feel for these children that are entrusted to us so perfect and pure and that you want to give them so much love i mean we all the three of us all have have children and raising children i mean raising vegetables is easy bringing children up is it's really hard <laughs> it's really hard work trying to be wise 
in all those moments. And has there been elements of the Navajo wisdom that you feel you and Alexa have adopted? I, I think taking a moment to be um, in nature and be pure um, and, and our prayers, um, the way we pray, um, you know, there's different forms of prayer and, and who are we to judge which, which form is correct or incorrect as long as there's some communion with that deity, that's, that's what's important. And, and we talk about prayer a lot on the show and the prayer that comes from your heart is the purest prayer of all. And when I mean of the heart, I'm not saying, well, I'm praying that my son will do this or that. I am praying that my son experiences the greatest possible outcome for whatever they're doing or going through or something like that. So it's the prayer of the heart, prayer without judgment, prayer without manipulation. manipulation. Exactly. And that is the best, most pure form of prayer. And we've talked about prayer before. A lot of times in a lot of the face, we, we're taught to pray like this, where we close off the energy. But what if we pray with our hands open? Imagine what that can do, because that energy now comes is sent out of our hands. And, it, and, that's the, and that's a very important metaphor. It's now out of your hands. Right. You're releasing and trusting that with your heartfelt prayers, that you're releasing this energy, that you are offering the prayer, you're sending your love, and you're then stepping back. And it it's whatever it is. And imagine if we could all send pure love out there. When you're praying with pure love and, you know, everything is energy and our, we're energetic beings. So we're exuding energy. An example of this would be if you're going into your office and you go into a meeting and you can feel the tension because there's an argument going on. You can feel that, right? But you can also feel the opposite. You can feel the love, the purity. It's, it's easy to hate, right? It's easy to judge. It's easy to hate. But instead of saying, you know, I hate so-and-so or whatever political faction or whatever, what if you sent them your, your pure love? What is that going to do? And when you are sending love to the world or healing to the whole world and you're stepping back from emotional or political involvement. And when you just look at the other person, we're all the same. And if we just have, if you, what am I trying to say? We need each other, that's the bottom line. And I think that we need the Navajo or the Arapaho or the Sonomish Indians or the Cherokee or Germans or Asians. We're all one. We need each other and understanding that is, is really important. And, and when we're crossing people over, we don't care what their nationality is. And we don't care. We just don't care what type of a life they've led. Because as we've talked before in past <clears throat> shows, if somebody has led a life for and done some things that weren't for other people's greater good, let's say serial killers, et cetera, by crossing them over and not letting them languish in the fourth dimension, we're stopping them from harming the living because as we all know, ghosts can come, they can affect the living. And if we can stop a soul who had 
done some negative things and crossed them over, they're now in the hands of the, of the divine. And we've stopped that karmic clock from ticking. And so we know that souls can reincarnate from the fourth dimension. Not every baby born is born from the heavens. Not every baby is heaven sent. So if we can work on crossing over all of these dead, we can actually change that at, on a global level. And by we, I mean everybody. It's not just me and Tina sitting here. No, that's really why we have so many free prayers. And we have a prayer book that's coming out, which unfortunately won't be free because it's got so much in it. But well, it, it, will be we have available. To, you have to pay for the book. Yeah, right? pay for the book. But yeah. for the basic prayers are on the website. And those are, in fact, free because we need to have something out there that you need something quickly, you can. You can use that. And if, if someone's an alcoholic, you can have up to 60 dead alcoholics or dead drug addicts or people who have taken their own lives. Well, this is back to soul health, though, because when we talk about this, if you why is it so hard to kick an addiction? Because when you are an addict, you have no auric field and other beings and entities can enter your soul and drain you and they can manipulate you. So why is it that a lot of the Hollywood elite keep falling off that so-called wagon? Maybe we need to clean up that fourth dimension so we have a better chance of kicking these habits because they do enter our soul. And then entire families can begin to heal. And sometimes you look at someone who has an addiction of some level and you don't know what is possessing them because you say, you know, what possessed you? Well, yeah, right. You. <laughs> right. You must know that on some level. And no family can escape this either, right? It's just like suicide. Addiction is there, and there's no perfect family. I know my kids. I kind of think that, right? There has to be a better family than mine, right? <laughs> we we enter the families that we have because they're offering us lessons. I mean, I know you found that with your family. You have what six kids? We have six children, and. You know, you talk about prayer. I, I grew up in a home where family prayer was a, was a part of our, our everyday life. Uh, we, we prayed every morning as a family. And uh, you, you talk about our political leaders and whatnot. My, my parents, and I'm sure my mother still today, prays for our political leaders and prays for the protection of our military men and women that, that protect our freedoms. And, you know, those are important elements to pray about, to, like you said, yeah. put that love out there and and to, to create that kind of an atmosphere of love. There's something else that you mentioned to us that you do, and that's what you do after supper with your children. I thought that was really precious. We, we, we've turned off the devices. So in the summertime, I disconnect the Wi-Fi completely. In the wintertime, we're, I'm, I'm a little bit more lenient that way, but we stay connected around the kitchen table at night and we have conversations with our kids, healthy conversations that they know they can talk to mom and dad about openly and that we're not embarrassed to have those conversations with our children. And as parent, parenting, that's a, an important thing is if we can allow our kids to come with us, whatever issues they face, come, come to us, come yes. to us. Because if we, if our kids think that we're going to be yelling and screaming and judgmental or, or physical abuse, they're not going to come to us for guidance when they come across an issue. And because if your first answer is always no, or, or worse, or worse, if your response is you're a bad person or you're worthless or a critical statement, sometimes as a parent, as you're, as I'm sure you do, you and Alexa do, 
it's just listening. And I, I'm pretty sure that's part of the Navajo way is to, you listen to the person, you listen to the I, earth. You know, we have three daughters and, you know, I just listen. I, whenever they have something, I just listen. And my, my husband will want to fix it. Right. And he's like, I don't understand. Why, why, why don't they, you know, and it's like, they don't want to fix it. They just want someone to listen. And he's like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and take that same aspect with raising children and put that into the aspect of prayer. Right. How many times do we stop to listen? We cast our prayer out there, but we don't take the time to listen. Right. We're, we're thinking we're going to get instant gratification, but sometimes we've got to stop and leave our heart open and leave our ears open and, and our and eyes and, and listen. Prayer is talking to that God source. Meditating is listening to that God source. And that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about with this upcoming retreat that we're going to be doing, because the ability to listen, when we can learn how to trust our intuition, when we can listen and hear our intuition, we get to make wiser choices. So when your kid comes to you with some, you know, scary issue or something, if you can take a, just a deep breath, right? And pause for a moment before you just launch, you're going to change the relationship with your kids. And you might keep them in a safer place because you're not rushing to judgment. And I, I would like to offer that sometimes when you're saying a prayer, because you want an outcome, again, we live in instant gratification. Sometimes it can take 10 to 20 years for a prayer to, to be answered because there's karma involved with the person you're praying for. And I know that I prayers that are answered in karmic time. They're answered in karmic time, not mortal time. And I, I remember praying for a family member that these wonderful things would happen to him. And, and I, this was for my father. And I remember that I prayed and prayed as this teenager that this would happen for him and this would happen for him. And, you know, he's so talented, blah, blah, blah. Well, eventually every single element of my prayer was answered except one. And that element was, I wanted him to be happy. I wanted him to find a happiness, but I, I sent the energy, but only he could make that discovery. I couldn't, I couldn't make it happen for him. I could send him something positive, but sometimes you have to respect that a soul's path is their karmic path. It's not yours. You can't want something for someone they don't want for themselves. And you can't want something from someone they don't have the capacity to give you or the desire or the desire. It's just not, doesn't live within them and accepting what you cannot change. That's the desiderata, you know, help me to have the wisdom to know what is the difference. Those are elements that help us understand our own souls and the souls of others, which is really our focus for 2020 is soul yeah. health. And, in that soul health concept, we all have situations where we didn't get the outcome we thought we needed or even deserved, right? So when something, let's take a classic case of, of somebody who continually dates a narcissist personality. Well, what are you learning? What if you were to stop and pause? What did I learn from this person who treated me these way, this way, da, 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 da. And so if you can kind of reprogram yourself, what did I learn? Okay. I learned these things. This is valuable for me to know. 
And now I can move forward in a, in a slightly different direction. So as you change your life path, your karmic path, one degree, that actually grows exponentially throughout the course of time. We are all eternal souls. We, it's what Christ talked about with life everlasting. It's not compost everlasting. It's not death everlasting, right? <laughs> it's not death everlasting. <laughs> and you know, this show is this is a, a farewell show, but not because we we're you know we've been so thrilled with TTR and Dr. Pat and everybody there. But we we're going to be doing some different things, and it's given us some great opportunities. But we always want to look at how we can change. You know, and we started. Oops, let me. I'm thinking too fast. Um, we started with the peaceful. With car, I know, right? I'm in the land of Zen. Um, <laughs> Just think of the photo behind us. I know, right? Oh my gosh. You know, it's funny because we're here and Tina's like, she keeps opening the doors. I got to go look outside. I'm like, stop that. It's cold. <laughs> well, and my home's only a hundred yards from right here. And what do you think my coffee view looks like every morning? Oh, Just right. When I sit at the table oh, and enjoy my, my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we're saying is that we all have trials and tribulations and we're kind of blending the karmic path and ghost helpers with this last show because we are all about karma. We are, are all about ghosts and souls and we're taking the best of both worlds here as we move forward in 2020 and we're just really excited about it. And as, as we look at Monument Valley, it is an eternal place. I mean, we have a moment in time here you have more moments in time here than we do. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. We, we try to take a moment every day, my wife and I. We realize that that's one thing that we needed to keep ourselves grounded. And so we take we take at least 20 minutes every night to just talk and enjoy the surroundings without rushing in to and hear you, what the kids have to say. And you have some amazing places to photograph, too. And, and all within a short distance from here. Tell everybody yeah. again how they can look at your photography, which is stunning. It, stuff. yeah, yeah. I'm, it's I, just really, really stunning. It, it should literally be in galleries. I got to be honest with you. It's I've so been beautiful. invited. I'm just too shy about it, I guess. Okay. Okay, my, get over that because that <laughs> the world needs it. The she's even invited it. me to have them printed and published, but yeah, I haven't I taken her up on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, and don't be shy because the world needs it. You know, if it can make someone happy, when we look at our photos from Monument Valley, et cetera, it brings us back to center. I mean, my, my screensaver on my computer for years was that road going into Monument Valley. I think it was a picture I actually took from my phone or something. I mean, phone cameras, you know, are amazing. Oh, they're, they're, they're just as good as regular cameras Yeah, now. it's crazy. So yeah, definitely. So where can we find your photos? Scott underscore laws photography on Instagram. Yeah. And then I do have a website on shootproof. It's scott.laws.photography at shootproof.com. You know what? We'll put that in. Uh, we'll put that in so our social media site. So if you want to check it out, um, we'll put some links in there so it's easier to find. But and I, I do do a lot for the for the property as well. So if they go to goldings.com, they'll they'll see a lot of my photos on the website as well. Okay, and the one behind us is that is that yours too? Yes. Okay. And, and each of my photos have a story behind them, something that touched me and that inspired me to take that photo at that moment. That, well, this pink, pink photograph, which is really pretty stunning, can you tell us about that? Because that's a weather element. Too, it is. It? And, and twice a year, the front mitten casts a perfect shadow on the back mitten. And that particular night, we were going out to see that perfect shadow cast. It's the anomaly with the sun's rotation. Well, we didn't get to see the shadow cast, but I got that once in a lifetime view of that pink hue running through the sky and that ripple effect and we 
happened to be with an individual that had never seen Monument Valley before in her life. And so to see the expressions on her and her husband's face and share that moment with them. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's, that's the story behind that photo. And, and you come here and you'll have those moments. I guarantee it. It's like, you just can't take enough pictures. Yeah, I know. I can't. Like thousands you know, of them. Bring extra <laughs> SD cards. Yes. I, I'm just trying to get Tina to drive like a mile down the road and we stop 50 times. <laughs> and then, you know, when you leave the Valley, you're getting a whole different perspective also. Well, yeah. and we, we talk about photography and art, but I have a good friend here who's Navajo, who's taught me a lot about my camera. And we were out one day and he says, you know that impression you get when you're driving down the road? His take was Mother Earth was speaking to him at that moment, that he had a direct connection with what he was seeing and feeling. And so I've learned not to drive past that, to turn around and go back and, and feel that connection and take advantage of that connection. That's my problem. I'm feeling that connection. I know. It's all like the this time. magnetic feeling. It's a magnetic pull. All the way through the car. It's it is. And for us, it's our children that go, oh no, not again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to be adults, right? Way, way down the road. I remember mom and dad used to stop all the time. Well, they're, they're <laughs> photographers now in their own sense. And so they're doing yeah. the same thing now. And, and I, I think that awesome. as we're looking at creating some opportunities for people to join us and, and your share more of the Navajo history, then um, I think that other people are going to want to do their photography too. But, you know, we're looking at showing people places that you can't most just, people will never see they will never see and again I'm, i want to point out that the navajo are super conscientious about protecting these sacred sites why do the navajo say this land is so sacred do you do you know that i i, ha I haven't heard anything pinpointed specifically but of my from what i've heard from what i've listened to I think a lot of it is the traditions that are handed down and the fact that the families are so close here. Um, yeah, we have problems like other communities, but I think for the most part, this community is elevated a bunch uh, above a bunch of those situations and problems. The, the families come together to the activities, the families, the, the family unit is very, very important in the Navajo culture. And there is no learning and perfection is one of the things that we said, there is no perfect community. There's no, perfect anything because we're here to live and learn from those experiences good bad ugly everything in between so I think that's a really astute point to bring up also is that you know there is no no perfection we're there's seeking no it in perfection yes there's we're seeking it and we're learning from it and you know that's what a lot of this Navajo nation really is about and it's connecting with the mother earth and with the god source and all of that stuff so so with our year, our focus this year is soul health, the living and the dead. This is an opportunity. I mean, there isn't, this isn't the only place on earth you can find that. You can find it in, in redwood forests and by the beach and the ocean. Or wherever works for you. Whatever also. works for you. This happens to really work for me. And just getting here, the, the drive here through parts of the painted desert it's not always in New Mexico. There are other parts mm -hmm. that you come up 89 North and before you get to Page, you turn toward Tuba City and then Cayenta and then in a in Forrest Gump, part of Forrest Gump was shot here. There's that, that long view that was shot here in Monument Valley. The part where he says he's done running and he's I'm going done home. Running. running, I'm going home. It's just 16 yeah. miles down the road from here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can so see there's the Forrest a lot, Gump spot. There's a lot here. And we want to thank everybody 
who has been joining us and everybody who writes into us and, you know, says hi on social media. We really, really appreciate all of you. We are not going away. We're going to shift gears a little bit. And please, if you haven't linked in with us via any of the social media sites, please do. Or if you're not on social media very much, shoot us an email at contact at ghosthelpers.com and we will write back to you and we will keep you updated on where we're going to be speaking and what we're doing because we'd love to see you in person. There are so many wonderful people that we've met through social media that we would love to meet in person. And also we've had a lot of people who have paranormal groups or they are searching out ghosts that want to connect with us and think of the good that can be done for entire communities, especially after national tragedies yeah. and disasters, how much good energy we can help, how much- It's about pure, the service. What? How much spiritual service, one person helping another or a whole community for the living and the dead that could be done and don't hunt them anymore, help them. And we are here to to promote that and to promote your efforts in that. And we, as we're signing off, we want to thank Scott for being here with us today. We kind of put him on the spot. It's like, hey, you got to help us share this because it's so incredible. And Goulding's Lodge for, for having us, it's been phenomenal. We really want to thank, say thank you to everybody at Transformation Talk Radio and Dr. Pat and KKNW. It's been an amazing experience. And like I said before, we're not going away. You can look forward to some amazing new courses and books from us this year. We're creating a course on how to create a personal power spot in your home. So that way you can shift the energy. If you're having difficult times, it can really help. And we're talking about, you know, creating courses on understanding thought forms and how to help, you know, all kinds of situations here. And also a really fun course that we're building and we're going to start recording next week are the hidden truths, spiritual truths in the movie Frozen, because there's so much there. And we've got a prayer book coming out and I'm coming out with a book on what it's like to raise psychic kids and what can you do to help keep them safe? Because it's not all unicorns and rainbows out there, believe me. <laughs> Any parent that figures that out, I want to know. Right? <laughs> it's not. So follow us, please, uh, on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're not going away, and we are forever grateful to the Oil Lounge, a team of amazing people who really know how this stuff works. And we want to really thank our producers, Kat and Zach and Nate, and of course, Benny, who I just, I've not met Benny, but man, Benny. You're a riot. You're a riot. Oh, thanks. I got to say, you know, I, I, I'm glad I didn't know you in high school or college. <laughs> I never would have graduated. I'm only going to be a mystery for some. Oh, I know. Let me tell you, if it's we're perfect. in Seattle, I might stalk you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> and we will be around. So thank you very much. Bye, for everyone.